just when we thought that everything that could possibly go wrong while traveling was behind us, I tested positive for COVID. You're listening to the Freedom Lifestyle podcast series. I'm sharing relatable stories of freedom seekers who ditched conventional office life and courageously asked for more. The energy just completely shifted. My entire being just felt so free. My business was still generating income while I was on the beach. I decided to quit and just stay at home. I really can't work for anyone but me. It's literally just doing whatever the hell you want to do. As for me, I'm your host, Sam, and I've spent the last four years creating a business that allows me to work from anywhere. The freedom lifestyle looks different for everyone. What's your free? This season of the Freedom Lifestyle Podcast is made possible by some of my favorite brands and companies that are empowering the digital nomad movement, one being SafetyWing. They offer travel insurance that, yes, includes COVID-19 coverage, which is a must right now for many countries to even let you in. SafetyWing covers quarantine costs, even if you're outside your home country. One of the other benefits of safe doing though is that it works just like a subscription. I don't have to think about it every time I'm going to a new destination. It's global, so I don't even need to know my next travel destination in advance. It's just every four weeks, $40, my credit card is charged. So helpful to have that freedom in such uncertain times. Click on the referral link in my show notes to learn more and unlock some extra ease during your next adventure. Jared and I are three weeks into our Central America trip. We'll be spending most of our time this quarter in Costa Rica, but then we're going to take a week vacation and go to Bocas del Toro in Panama, and then we end this three-month experience by heading over to Tulum, Mexico, where we're going to meet almost 100 of Jared's colleagues for a company retreat that I'm actually helping to plan and host. So it's a total dream to be here. We're out living this lifestyle that we've worked so hard for and we really are creating our days out here and are so grateful for it. With that said, we gave up quite a bit to be here. Our perfect cat, Bagheera, who we love so much, again, is having an extended visit at my grandparents' house. She is there for five months, and I swear that girl, she is sometimes more nomadic than me, and she just rolls with it and is so chill about the whole thing, but it's so sad to leave your pets at home. We also left our country and our city during peak ski season. We've been watching on social media and our friends are just having the best time. There's been record levels there's been record levels of snow in Whistler and so many powder days. They're having a riot. We also left all of our family and so many of our friends and loved ones back home. And so it was with heavy hearts that we said goodbye to everybody again in January to come on this trip. And because we did give things up to be here, we have expectations for this experience to be quote unquote worth it. And let me tell you, every single classic cliche travel horror story that you hear about and that you're warned about and that holds people back from traveling has happened to us already in the first two to three weeks since we've been here, starting with the day we arrived and landed in Liberia Airport. We were watching the carousel of the luggage and of course, Jared's suitcase just didn't make it, didn't come. 
And it was particularly comical because we had literally just had this happen to him over the December holiday. We went to Ontario to visit my family and Jared came and his suitcase did not make it. And for an entire week, he was wearing my clothes, which luckily he actually quite enjoys it. So when his suitcase was missing again in Costa Rica, I looked at him and I said, oh, okay, well, you know, you learned from this and you must have a bunch of your necessities and your carry on with you, right? And he just said, no, he literally didn't have a single bathing suit or a single pair of shorts. But luckily, his suitcase came within the next day or so. And as I mentioned, he really doesn't mind wearing my clothing. So that was the first setback. The next was a stingray attack. Again, the stingray technically attacked Jared, but it did impact me too, okay? We were having a joyous time, frolicking in the ocean. It was our second sunset in Tamarindo when Jared literally got attacked by a stingray, and we didn't know it was a stingray at the time. We thought maybe it was a jellyfish, maybe it was just some pesky crab, and so naturally everyone at the resort is saying, well, you need to pee on it. That's what you do. You need to pee on it. We somehow have this like collective idea idea that if you get attacked by something in the ocean, you should just start urinating on yourself. Funny how that's the immediate reaction. But in any case, we didn't do that. We called the doctor and basically paid this man $80 to tell us that Jared needs to put his foot in hot water. So now you know, if you get stung by a stingray, all you got to do is put it in hot water. Do not put it in ice. And he was really just making sure that the actual stinger I guess you could call it, wasn't in his foot. And it wasn't. Once he saw that, it was no big deal. He took our money. Jared had a hot shower. And it was immediate relief after that. And we were swimming in the same spot the very next day. And that was our first week in Tamarindo. After that, we got a ride across the country of Costa Rica to the Caribbean side. And we've settled now into our favorite spot in the whole country, which is a town called Puerto Viejo. And last year, we actually came to Puerto Viejo. So we were in Costa Rica traveling with another couple. And we all decided that we would come to Puerto Viejo for a week and It was an immediate yes from Jared and I when we arrived here that this was the town we needed to spend more time in and we needed to be here. So we said to our friends, you guys have got to bring back the car rental. We must stay. And we ended up staying here for three months. And so we love it here. We have friends here. And coming back to Costa Rica, we knew we wanted to spend most of our time in this town. So we picked out an Airbnb from a distance, looked on Airbnb, read the reviews, read the list rented this house for an entire month as a digital nomad remote worker internet is is super important and it had advertised that it had 10 megabytes per second internet which is doable it's not the best internet but you can definitely have zoom calls watch youtube videos post on social media the minimum of things that you would want to be able to do Unfortunately, every single time we would go to connect and do a speed test, at max we saw a two. And so it was just completely unusable and frustrating that first week that we were here. We were just going back and forth to co-working spaces, buying the day passes. Some days the co-working space would be full and then we would have to you know, order a smoothie somewhere and just be those people taking Zoom calls in a cafe, which 
doesn't feel good all of the time, especially if you're disrupting other people who are just trying to enjoy their lunch. That was really challenging and annoying to have that type of false advertising. And the place that we had rented, it had so much potential. Airbnb in the whole process, you should know, was very supportive. We were able to contact them and show the receipts of how it had been falsely advertised. And our host himself, he was also very understanding and accommodating, came to the house a few times and replaced the hardware and did call the network provider a few times. But in the end, it was not a sustainable solution. And we were able to get a refund on the three weeks that we didn't actually stay there. So that was really nice. Don't learn this lesson the hard way. If you come to Costa Rica, it's fiber optic or bust. You need to ask the host if they have that. Anytime we've stayed somewhere that didn't have fiber optic, this has been a challenge that's come to us. And so pro tip, if you plan on working, that's what you need. Now, before I move into the story of how we were robbed, yes, robbed, my first time in all of my travels that I did have something stolen from me. I can't forget all of the other injuries that have happened outside of the stingray attack. I have personally lost a toenail. It's not my first time losing a toenail, but it is currently missing. Jared also had some toe injuries. Literally his first session on the slack line at the beach, he just fell and it just whipped him in the wrong way and his toe was immediately black. And then two days later, he dropped a brand new jar of peanut butter on his other toe, which is still black and bubbling. Those aren't really travel horror stories, but are things that we are navigating. I did have a run-in with some rocks, maybe coral, in a river. You know how sometimes when you're swimming in a river in the ocean and there'll be kind of like a rapid and the water can move really fast? can be so fun, but then before you know it, you lose control and you're just thrown over to an area of shallow rocks. And so I have a bunch of marks all over my hips and my butt and my shoulder. And we've already gone through an entire bottle of polysporin given all of these little incidents that have happened. Can't forget those. Moving on. The day we were robbed, on the Caribbean side of Costa Rica, it is a rainforest, and when it rains here, it pours, and you really don't know when it's going to happen. It's this known thing in town where people don't even look at the weather app. People probably don't even keep the app on their phone because it's just completely pointless and not predictable. It'll just say it's raining every day, and it literally is the most beautiful, sunny days. When it does rain, it rains really hard, but... I kind of think that that's one of the reasons it's a less traveled area is people must just come here, look at the weather app, see that it's raining every day and say, screw that. Meanwhile, anyone who's here knows that it's mostly sunny all day and, and so beautiful. But on this particular fateful day, it's when the rain came in hot, came in hard and came in unexpectedly. And we had a very short period of time where we had to grab all of our items and start biking away, getting through town. It's complete chaos. Everyone's in the same situation. You can just imagine cars and tuk-tuks and people in bathing suits soaking wet with their baskets full of stuff in their bicycles. And in our bicycle basket full of items was a small purse this change purse that we carry around. We had pulled up to a supermarket in town, a main one that we we often go to when we need to get bigger bulk items when the fruit stand won't do. And as we pulled up, the change purse like fell out of the basket of my bike, but we didn't realize that it happened and we're, spoiler alert, we ended up going through the security footage 
at the supermarket. And in the video, you see us just like rummaging through our bicycle basket. And right behind me, like right behind my foot is the purse. It had like fallen and we just don't see it. And in the video, you see this guy come out of the grocery store, looks at us, looks down at the purse, bends down and grabs it, and then just like walks away. And he's kind of laughing and his car is parked right in front of us. And he sits in his car for a while longer as Jared and I are still rummaging through all of our stuff, panicking, probably swearing at this point, probably playing the blame game and making this one of the other person's responsibilities and just in a heated moment. And he's waiting there because he's waiting for his partner who's still in the store. So we're seeing this scene. They're seeing a struggle. His partner gets in and they drive away. And we think we must have dropped it somewhere else. And so we're now biking up and down the streets in the rain. We come back to the supermarket. And this person is trying to tell us that they watched the whole thing go down. And this guy came up behind us and took the purse and left. So then we got the store involved and we asked them to go look at the security cameras. And this entire time I'm in a bathing suit, I'm soaking wet. I'm now crying because in my purse is unfortunately all of my credit cards, my driver's license, $200 cash, and our one key for our new Airbnb. Shouldn't be traveling with all that stuff around. I no longer am, but at the time I was. We are going through the security footage in this back room. The police are now involved. So now it's me, three police officers, multiple staff members in a very small room. We all have masks on, but small quarters looking at probably a dozen screens. And they're just going so fast through the screens, trying to find all this information, going back different angles of the store at the exact time. We end up getting a visual on the two people that had taken the purse and who left. And I grabbed some shots on my phone because they're just on the screen. And the police says, okay, yeah, yeah, like we're going to go look for this car. We'll let you know if we find anything, if we're able to retrieve the purse and just, yeah, I'm sorry that happened to you. We'll let you know. Well, we decided to take things into our own hands. And this is one of the lessons that I do want to share in this episode. I think when these difficult things happen to you, there's the things you can control and there's the things you can't control. So when there's things that you can't control, you got to just roll with it. Easier said than done, but these last three weeks has really shown to Jared and I how we're able to do this really well with traveling. Like when we share these stories to our friends of all these things that happened to us, they're just shocked and oh my God, poor you. And I honestly think it's kind of funny. The fact that I'm even creating a podcast episode about it is because I'm I'm not really scarred by all of it. All of this misfortune and lemony snicket and this series of unfortunate events. I've just kind of accepted that this happens when you're traveling and I'm totally okay with it and I'm rolling with it and I can't control it. But there's a different scenario and that's when you actually can do something about it. Like the Airbnb. Rather than just completely accepting this false advertising, we realized that this was something that we could kind of now control our destiny and turn this around and took that initiative to grab the screenshots, reach out to Airbnb, show the facts, talk to our host about it, even though it was uncomfortable. And in this case, rather than just wait for the police to drive around and find the car, we felt that, okay, we can also take things into our own hands. And there's a Facebook group in town that is a pretty popular Facebook group. People are posting in it every day, and it's a really great resource. But we ended up posting the 
phone shots from the security camera stills that we had had from the store and said, hey, does anybody recognize these people? About an hour ago, they were seen on footage taking my purse and leaving with it. Within 30 minutes, the power of social media people, the people who were in the photos contacted me and said that they have the purse and they want to meet up and they want to give it to me. And they just wanted those photos down. They didn't want photos of them on the internet, on social media, saying what they had done and what had happened. They didn't want to deal with these tourists who clearly know how to leverage social media. They give us the stuff back. Everything's in there. Every dollar, every credit card, every key. And all they wanted was for us to take the post down on social media. So it ended up being okay that we actually got it back. But I'm really happy that in that moment we decided, okay, this is actually something that we can control and this is something that we can do about it. It doesn't always happen though, right? Sometimes these things happen to you and you have two options. You can either bounce or break. And this is not a lingo that I coined myself. I recently listened to a podcast episode of Hidden Brain and it was on stoicism and the concepts of we really only have one life. And life is happening to you right now. And all you can control is your response. And they had that line, bounce, don't break. And it really just stuck with me that this is something that we do really well when we're traveling. We're able to have all of these misfortune events happen to us. And we're able to just be very laissez-faire and go with the flow and find it comical and mostly stick together as a team when these things come up. And it's refreshing to know that I have this very chill side of my personality because it doesn't always show up. I think another thing that I find is really helpful with this digital nomad slow travel style is you're not putting so much pressure on one particular trip to go perfectly well, right? I compare it to someone who might have two weeks vacation or they get to go somewhere once a year for a week. And that to me just sounds like so much pressure to make it so perfect and to get it so right. And I'm so grateful that this lifestyle allows me to to have a terrible two weeks here and know that it's just two weeks and we still have 10 weeks to go and that there are going to be bumps in the road on this journey here. And it's okay because there's not so much pressure on this one moment. It's really spread out. So I think that is really helpful when it comes to being able to cope with all of this. And I think looking ahead to the year that we have, it's early February and it's the start of the new year. And when we looked at our year and we planned for what we had coming up, before the year even started, we had already said yes to three destination weddings, three in-person team company retreats that we were involved in that were in different countries around the world. And then we knew we wanted to do this Central America trip. So it's already so much traveling in your calendar. And when I share my schedule with some people, they immediately have a reaction of, oh, wow, you have so much going on. That's a lot. So stressful, so stressful. And that isn't how I feel about it for me. Like we're choosing to say yes to all of these things. We're choosing to have this lifestyle. We could have said no to these weddings. We could have said no to these retreats. We could have said no to this travel. We're choosing this lifestyle and there's empowerment in that. 
And I think that is another good reminder and a headspace that I really need to be in this year because with this much already on my schedule and this much movement, there's bound to be more things that are going to go wrong, including what I really think is the final straw. I joked because I had sent a message to my girlfriends about a week ago saying everything that can go wrong. And I said the list, like got robbed, got injured, false advertised Airbnb, lost our luggage, got food poisoning, which is a good segue. At this point, I think I have food poisoning. And I sent this message to my friends. I'm like, I think everything that could go wrong has gone wrong. And they're like, yeah, if you're done, you're in the clear. And then 24 hours later, what I thought was food poisoning ended up being COVID. And I sent them the positive COVID test and they said, oh, well, I guess there was also that. So we've recovered. We've had a week now of COVID symptoms, mainly me. Jared's been mostly asymptomatic. I felt it pretty hard. There was no denying whether I had COVID or didn't have COVID. For the last two years, most days were like, I think I have it. I think I have it. It was one of those moments where there was no question. I had all the symptoms. I fully felt it. I had a classic case. And so we've been officially defeated after two years of choosing to still live our lives despite popular opinion, despite all of the official guidelines. We have still traveled. We've, you know, chosen to find ways to do this as safely as possible and find ways to still live our lives and be happy. But after two years, I do have to raise the white flag and say that it got me. As soon as we found out, of course, we isolated and we did everything that we were supposed to do in terms of staying in and not leaving our place, making sure that we followed the rules here. In Costa Rica, you have to isolate for seven days, not five like Canada and the United States. So we isolated for seven days and now grateful to have survived it and to hopefully have some more up-leveled natural immunity to protect us as we have no idea what's to come with this pandemic. All I know is that whether there's a pandemic or not, there's going to be challenging moments when it comes to traveling. There's going to be ups, there's going to be downs, there's going to be things that don't go as planned and you got to decide in these moments, are you going to let it break you or are you going to have it bounce off of you? One of the lines from the podcast that I'm referring to from Hidden Brain that I'll leave you with is, it's a beautiful but tragic thing that we only have one life and you're living it right now. And so we got to decide what are we going to do with today, with this one life that we have to live. And I choose to live this dream lifestyle, I choose to be nomadic, I choose to travel, I choose to give up things in order to be here, I choose to carve my own path and be in control of my destiny, I choose to lead with love and empathy for other people and other decisions that other people are making during this time. I choose to stand by my partner in all of this and choose to show up as supportive as I can when things go up and things go down. I hope this podcast episode makes you feel a little bit closer to me and what's been going on with me. If you want to meet other freedom seekers like me, you should join our free Facebook group. You can find it online, Freedom Lifestyle, What's Your Free? I'll also include a link in the show notes. There you can connect with other freedom seekers from all over the world who are all also aiming to create their own dream life every day and pursue their own freedom lifestyle. So until next time, enjoy your freedom. 